You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm super excited to have Bella Vasta here today. So Bella is an amazing, dynamic personality, and she's a one-woman coaching company. She owns Jump Consulting, and she's also a podcast host. So Bella, I'm so excited to have you here and have you talk a little bit more about what you do. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited to be here for your listeners. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. So I am in very hot Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, it's about 100 and I don't know, five today, which is oh. actually cooler. <laughs> Um, but you know, in, back in 2002, I actually started my own pet sitting company, Melody, and I started on accident. My parents wanted to give me a curfew in the middle of college. I didn't <laughs> like that and realized I could get paid $25 a day to sleep over with what I considered at the time, two white dogs. Um, I thought that gig was pretty cool. Um, much of our listeners, I'm sure they they have had a pet sitter or know someone who's done it or maybe even done it themselves. But the difference was my parents kind of said, all right, you need to uh, get a real job after, you know, forcing me to go to college. And if uh, there are any entrepreneurs out there that kind of like to learn on their own and not in a, in college, that, that was totally me. So mm-hmm. I took that as a challenge and I built this six-figure pet sitting company um, here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I just kind of saturated the market and I did that over um, the total tenure was 14 years. But five years into it, Melody, I actually was locally and uh, nationally award-winning. And when that happened, a lot of people that were doing the same thing kind of said, hey, how can I do what you do? So I got on the phone with them and I started talking to them and I realized that that was so exciting for me to pour into these people. But on the other edge of the sword, I was exhausted. So I had to figure out, I I learned early on how important systems and processes were. So I simultaneously in my 20s was building this coaching company and this pet sitting company, all the while looking for the best job in the world for me, which was a wife and a mom. And I was on match.com and I I dated, I think everybody in Scottsdale, Arizona, in like (laughs) a 15 mile radius for about a decade. And when I was 31, my husband actually found me on match.com. We had a kind of a quick engagement and a quick uh, marriage because by that time I'd done enough market research to understand that uh, I knew it when I saw it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made enough mistakes. So we got married and then uh, came back from our honeymoon and realized we were pregnant. Oh, Six wow. months into it, we had a baby. Six months, not nine months. And her name was Olivia and she was one of the 50 smallest surviving female babies on the planet. Everyone said she wasn't viable and that she'd pass away. And we spent six months in the hospital with her. She was only 12 ounces um, and an inch shorter than a Barbie doll. She was 10 inches long. Um, And so she's in the history books now. She's absolutely amazing. She's four years old. But throughout that whole thing, you know, I had to have this business that ran without me and, um, and I had to grow a community online. And there was a lot of ups and downs, which is I know what we're going to talk about today. Uh, in 2016, I actually sold that pet sitting company, which was always my dream, you know, to 
focus on the wife and the mom and the coaching. And since then, I've been traveling around the country, inspiring and motivating people while still running my mastermind and doing some select um, businesses uh, marketing for them uh, on a short-term basis and uh, just really living the mom, the wife, and the speaker life. So that brings to us to today. (laughs) Wow. You are a busy lady. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And on a personal level, I was a preemie. So I have wow. a special heart. I was a pound 10 ounces when I was born. My and, goodness, yes. Yeah, in the 80s, in the, like, the early 80s, when they definitely did not think I was viable or that I was right. going to live. They basically told my dad that, one, my mom was going to die and I was going to die. And oh my gosh. lo and behold, here I am 34 years later. So God bless you. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I... I have a heart for your daughter. That's amazing. Yeah. So what has been the hardest thing for you in your business? Um, there's so many, but if I had to pick <laughs> one um, that I think every listener could understand or a lot of them could understand is this mythical unicorn creature called balance that doesn't mm, exist. Yeah. Um, I think we all struggle with it and it's a constant battle within our own mindsets and our, in our own heads to, you know, are we doing enough Mm. and then insert any area of life in there, right? Are we eating right? Are we working out right? Are we spending enough time with our kids? Are we spending enough time with our husband? Are we spending enough time on ourselves? Um, (laughs) Are we spending enough time building our business? Are we spending enough time learning? You know, all of this crazy stuff. So, um, I would, I would put that in, in the middle of all of that. Um, I definitely battled that when I was in, NICU every day. Um, but my systems and processes and community really helped me, um, get through all of that, you know? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I totally relate to that because that has been my life. I, I, and I'm just now kind of getting to a place where I'm like, okay, I kind of got this down. I don't have to juggle everything and then have it all fall. <laughs> so right. I 100% get that. Do you have any kind of morning practice or routine that really like keeps you in line and keeps you feeling sane? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's a great question because I think that most of the incredible people that I follow, and I'm sure you too, there's one thing they have in common and that is a morning routine. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason is, is because it gives you a win for the day. It also makes it, it makes it mandatory that you put you first. And I think that's a hard thing for women, for us women to do, right? Because we're the glue in every other area of life. So if we say, nope, me first for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it might be for you. But to answer your question directly, I um, actually came out of PTSD, anxiety, and postpartum depression by Mm -hmm. having a morning routine all of 2017. I was really rigid. Um, I'm going to be quite honest. I'm not as rigid with it now, and I definitely see a difference in my life. I know that the number one thing I need to do personally, and this may or may not work for your listeners, is that if I have this big challenge or this big project or a lot like a big business or personal goal, I know that in addition to turning off the radio and putting on podcasts, right? That I love like this one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and feeding my brain. I also need to feed my body and my mind. Mm-hmm. So um, what I did in 2017 is I joined a bunch of ladies 
online and we had a small group. We worked out every morning. We meal prepped. We meal planned. And, and when I had that kind of morning routine, it did not matter if the whole entire day went to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I felt so accomplished. And let me tell you, my muscles reminded me that I also was accomplished um, every day. And it just, it did a number for me. So if there's, if there's one thing I can influence or, or, or stress upon anyone listening today who might feel a little out of control with their life, it's maybe you have to get up earlier. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just have to say, everybody, you all can wait. I don't need to be on my phone for a half hour on Instagram and on Facebook and scrolling through emails and, and allowing the world to have me before I have me. Mm, I cannot yes. stress enough how important that is if you really want to climb a mountain. Yes, absolutely. That, that's how I feel now. I went for years in my business without any type of routine. And now that I do it, if I don't get up and journal and work out and meditate and do all that, I literally feel like my day is shot and I don't get anything done because it just sets the tone for my day. And I, you're right. You have like a small win right in the beginning of your day. So you feel like everything else is not a mountain. It's just a smaller little hill instead of this huge summit. <laughs> 100, 100%, 100%. Yeah. And it's it boosts your confidence and your esteem. You know, like for me, I really hate working out. Me too. <laughs> I will admit it. I hate it. And so what happened for me is when I was working out, I was trying to pretend I wasn't working out. So mm. I would almost put myself into a mental trance where. My, I'd physically be doing it, but to not be counting or like, oh my God, how many more minutes do I have left? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, what's three things I want to focus on today? And because I was able to actually have that kind of conversation with myself at the beginning of the day, I didn't feel so nomadic going through the rest of the day. What should I do? Or literally be like tumbling in the waves, letting the waves like throw me wherever it needs to go. And, and acknowledging email isn't for me. It's for other people. Mm. Um, my, my Facebook, um, unless it's my groups, which I would love to talk to you more about, um, is mostly for other people. Right. And I had to acknowledge the spaces where I was spending my time mm. and who was it for? Was it for me or was it for them? I could spend an entire day doing podcast interviews, um, writing blogs, um, doing all this stuff that I need to do for my business, but never once actually sitting down and um, planning. And I think there's to acknowledge the fact that you can spend the day busy all day or you can spend the day building. It's really important to, to add in that building hour. And by being intentional in the morning with a morning routine, it really helps you take that step back and, and think about what are my priorities today? What are two or three things I want to get done today? Not a whole long list of tasks that need to be done because that just doesn't get us anywhere except spinning mm -hmm. our wheels. Yeah, you're speaking my language because <laughs> I have told so many of my clients that uh, a lot of what they're doing is busy work. And they're like, what yes. do you mean? I'm posting on social media and I'm you know, bl writing blogs. And I'm like, okay, but you could outsource that stuff. <laughs> What yeah. you need to be doing is focusing on your business, working with your clients, like writing on social media is not going to make you money. <laughs> right. Or just planning ahead and, right. and like maybe content, like, you know, planning all your content, like you, you dedicate one day to it. So it's mm -hmm. one day in the office. It's not a half hour a day, 30, 30 days, you know, during the month that that's mm -hmm. like a huge time suck. And so to be consistent on social media is great, but mm -hmm. to be consistent with a plan 
is even better. And a plan that you can, right now in my Facebook group, Melody, I've got 33 posts until the end of this month because I knew this was going to be a busy month and I knew what I wanted to say. So I sat down, I wrote it all out. I had my assistant schedule it all, (laughs) but it's there. So I know that I'm covered every day and I'm not like, oh my gosh, I have to post to my mastermind. These people are counting on me. What should I say today? Because that just distracts me from what I want to do today. So do you have your assistant respond to messages and in, in comments or do you do that at another time? No, I do that. I do it every day because I actually, I've been able to leverage my Facebook groups to where I actually make six figures just off of my Facebook groups. That's amazing. So I am very much willing to spend my time daily in there talking to people. Sometimes, sometimes because it's easier to talk, like I will go on video and post video comments to reply to them rather than sitting there trying to type something out. Um, or I'll just go live and answer a bunch of people's questions. So um, I think it really comes down to figuring out what your strategy is and where you want to spend your time. You and I in the pre-show were kind of talking a little bit about Facebook groups and how a lot of times they become very spammy. I'm on a huge mission and a platform right now to kind of help entrepreneurs understand that Facebook groups are where the magic is if you allow it. So at the beginning of this year, we all know the Facebook apocalypse or uh, Facebook zero happened, right? We all (laughs) saw our engagement go like down to two or 3% on our actual page. So if we can think about our front yard, like our, our Facebook page, but that backyard where we have the beer pong and bags and music and pool party and food and all this like fun stuff happening, that's your Facebook group, people. And if someone walks in, you don't want to be selling them. You want to be like handing them a drink and like having a conversation with them and making them feel welcome and and just really building a community where you can hang out in. And it takes a lot of intention to do that. It does. So let's talk about a thing that I am interested to hear your opinion on, which is the Facebook group overwhelm. So I literally just left 200 groups. Wow. (laughs) Because I did not feel in alignment with them and they'd become a spam fest. And I just didn't feel like I was getting any value out of them or, or people were getting any value out of them. So how can you choose the best groups to be a part of and how can you be the most intentional about giving value and just showing up confidently and all that. That's a super question. And um, that's definitely about decluttering your life, right? And living mm-hmm. intentionally. So um, the first thing I would say is I have no idea how many groups I've either joined or been added to or whatever it might be. <laughs> but I do know that the ones that are important to me, I put in my shortcuts and mm-hmm. I also press follow on. And if one's coming up that's like really just kind of annoying on my newsfeed and I don't want to like necessarily let it go, I will um, unfollow it. But I'll still be a member because maybe I want to like poke in there someday. But I think that what you've got to do is it's going to be different for everyone, Melody. So are we really looking to um, lose weight and meal prep? And we really have that section of our life that we want support, constant support and see every day. Then that's going to be the section that you're going to really want to seek out. And then you're going to have to get even nichier on that. Do you want a massive group where there's just a bunch of people posting stuff? Or do you want a group that's like 12 or 15 people that are all holding each other accountable? Maybe you're all working out on the same group. 
The same thing for social media. So maybe you really want to learn about chatbots and you want to join my friend Kelly Noble Mirabella's group where she has like all these 80 inspired videos where it just breaks down the easiest things about chatbots, but it's in a nice, safe, small community where you can get access to her. So I would say first, everyone should just kind of really write down what is an area of personal development that they want to grow on and where is an area of interest that they want to stay up to date on. And then I would seek out groups that, um, that fit those for you, you know, because that's where all the magic is happening. It's not happening on Facebook pages anymore. It's happening inside Facebook groups. Yep. I absolutely agree. So do you help people grow their groups or are you just all about, you know, creating magic in groups? Um, all of the above, actually. I'm actually doing a ton of speaking on it right now because there's, there's so many different things that you can do with groups and there's so many parts. You can put them at so many different areas of the funnel. Um, I, I have consulted with some companies on how to uh, leverage Facebook groups. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you have a Facebook group that's just purely of interest, right? I just want to get interest around a topic and I want to sponsor it. So uh, there's pet sitters that might do um, pet lovers of Scottsdale. And so they just attract all pet owners in the town and then they're able to network and they bring in like maybe a veterinarian and a dog trainer and um, a pet friendly bar that you can bring your dog to. Uh, Stuff like that, right? So it's all pet centric, but it's your locality, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's other groups like um, maybe... uh, uh, there's there's so many um, entrepreneurs <laughs> like Chris Strub, who I'm actually uh, helping a lot right now, and he's um, trying to he he's got a massive rabid following, and he's such an awesome person. But everyone was scattered everywhere, and we kind of sat down and I said, "You need a Facebook group. You need like a central hub that when you have some sort of an offering or a class or you want to rally your troops, you have a home base, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it is like wildfire in there. Like people are going live all the time, introducing themselves. He throws out like weekly challenges and it's, it's really, really neat. And then there's like another group, um, from impact brand and design, which I actually joined because I loved what they were doing and their group is like every week they've got like these website throwdowns or they come on live and answer questions and and it's called Impact Elite Melody. And because of this group of 3,500 people, I loved the energy. I was like, I was so set on fire that when they just had their conference in Connecticut last week, I not only flew there for the conference because I loved what they had going on in the community, but I also brought eight other people with me. And next year, I've already got four other people like who have already bought their tickets for next year. Because what happens is when you get a bunch of like-minded people together in a group, all sharing or encouraging each other, or it's a safe place, magic happens. Um, Social Media Examiner, the society, is Mm -hmm. just like that as well. And I don't know if you know about that group, but it's um, the secret society. And it's for Social Media Examiner, people that go to this annual conference, which is like the Super Bowl of social media conferences. Mm -hmm. And and it's a safe place that they have uh, trainings that you don't get anywhere else. And they're all free if you're a member of this group. And it is a paid group. But you see my point, and I'm sorry, I kind of just got really excited there. No, 
There is a lot of different ways. There's not one right way to do it. But Melody, the thing that they all have in common is they have intent. They have a purpose and they have a platform. They all did it differently. Chris has, you know, social with Strub and he's got his like little soldiers. This impact brand has like a whole bunch of marketers. Even their competition is in there. People that will never be their clients are in there. I'm not a client of theirs, but I brought all these people to their conference. Um, Social media examiner, you know, you have your fans in there. Um, it's, It's quite amazing what you can do. That's awesome. Well, guys, she definitely knows her stuff. So where can people find you if they want to work with you? Um, so the very first way, and this is going to actually be kind of silly, go to Facebook, <laughs> find me. <laughs> it's, um, it's facebook.com forward slash the Bella Vasta. I love connecting with people because I want to connect with you on a relationship level. If you want to just stalk me or check me out, uh, you can follow me, um, on Instagram, Bella Vasta, or you can go to bellavasta.com. That's my speaking website. Um, that kind of shows like what I'm up to these days. That's awesome. Well, Bella, this was such a great conversation and I'm so happy you were able to be on the show. Thank you again. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Melody. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.